everybody, and welcome back to the Average Film Enjoyer. Uh, we are your Average Film Enjoyers, Trey and Evan. Unfortunately, Jagger could not join us today. Uh, might be good to get a break from his uh, ill takes, his as illness. we like to call him. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, he is away uh, visiting with his grandparents this weekend, so it's just going to be us two today yapping about some Kubrick, um, the start of peak, in my opinion. Yes. Um, and uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, Evan, how are you doing? How was your week? Uh, week's been good. I did my first shift baking. Very yeah. hype. That was yeah. great. I got two more weeks until I'm a full-time baker, so that's really sick. Uh, that's a w. It's currently minus 36 degrees outside with Jesus a wind chill Christ. of minus 47, so it's very cold outside, and I don't plan on leaving the house for the weekend. Hell yeah. Lots of movie watching. Lots of movie watching, because it's, it's too cold. I just yeah. start my car every like hour just to make sure the engine doesn't die. Yeah, like the gas doesn't fucking freeze. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So uh, other than that, I've been watching some good movies. I went and saw The Beekeeper last night, and I'll touch on that in a bit. Yeah, saw your review. The Peak Keeper, (laughs) bro. Holy shit. (laughs) We'll get to it. Uh, Yeah, it's been good. How about you? Oh, it's been good. Uh, Still looking for a job. The job market where I'm living is not... It's very slow. And I really want a job. Because I'm losing my fucking mind because I haven't been able to afford nicotine in like a week. And yeah. I'm just like, Jesus Christ, let me get a job so I can get a pack of cigarettes. Uh, Dude, no. I feel that. But, I've been out of university for two years and I just got a job. Yeah. It's four crazy. months ago. Um, and it shouldn't be as hard. I'm applying to like two jobs every day and I haven't heard back yeah. from any of them. Um, Sucks. So still working on that. Been watching a lot of movies. Um Catching up on The Office. I've been doing an Hell Office yeah. rewatch. Um, nice. And I ju- Michael just left. Oh, okay. Uh, so I might call it quits. Because <laughs> it's, it's fine after he leaves, but it's not great. Um, yeah, but then like the end of season eight, season seven, se- eight. Seven, he leaves. Yeah, and then right at the, before the finale, you have the one... It's one of my favorite episodes where Angela goes to the farm and takes care of Dwight's aunt. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Dude, it's such a good episode. And then you get uh, James Spader coming in. It's Robert California. One of the greatest characters ever. So funny. (laughs) Um, Would you like a nature metaphor or a sex metaphor? You know what? Nature, I guess. (laughs) See... When, it's like it's like when two animals have sex, Jim. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm going to use the sex metaphor. <laughs> He's so funny, bro. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, you don't know who I am. I'm the fucking Lizard King. Ugh. That's just so good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been re-watching that, re-watching some good movies, watching some okay new ones. Uh, apparently, I need to watch Southland Tales. Dude, that uh, movie is crazy. With Dwayne Johnson, which Evan will and Sean Williams Scott W. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been a good week. Uh, it's been. I think it's supposed to. We're supposed to get to some snow this weekend, which is a rarity. Where do you live? Portland, Oregon. Oh, okay. So it's usually in the winter, like thirty-eight degrees and raining. Yeah. Um, which I'd much rather it be snowing um, because cold rain just isn't fun. No. Uh, but into it, we got movie news this week. Jonathan Majors um, had his first interview since being found guilty uh, of 
Um, Assault says he deserves a second chance. Absolutely not. No one hire this man. He, no, you can't do that, what he did, and then come back and act in Hollywood. Absolutely not. Um, Even though I'm sure some people have done it, just don't, please. There's plenty of great actors um, out there. Oh, one thing I wanted to talk about that we hadn't talked about uh, when we did our Golden Globes. Uh, Did you notice how massive Daniel Kaluuya looked? No, I didn't. Dude, if you go look up pictures of Daniel Kaluuya at the Golden Globes, like he just, he looks just like he's walking around like this. Like he looks like he's just been pumping steroids. And I don't know if it's for a role or something. I don't know. Um, but I'm, I'm interested because when you see that much of a physical transformation, it's definitely sometimes mm. a good thing to see from an actor. I wonder what, what's he cooking? Um, but yeah, he looked like he walked out on stage at the Golden Globes and was just like <laughs> massive. It was crazy. Um, let's see what else in movie news. Uh, we got, um, let's see. Um, what's that new horror movie that I can't remember the name? Oh yeah. The long legs or something like that. Yeah. That trailer that's like sweeping the internet. Yeah. That's slowly moving up on my most anticipated for the year. Yeah. Neon's been cooking, honestly. Um, because that trailer is really creepy yeah there's a new one that came out this morning it was just like 20 seconds long but it was really creepy yeah um so looking forward to that more peak horror um i feel like we've been getting some great horror movies these past few years yeah um 2023 was not 2023 was not as good as 2022 but yeah i mean what else did we have in 2022 um, because 2023, you had like uh, Boogeyman, which was all right. We had Evil Dead and Talk to Me, which were peak. <laughs> Evil Dead Rise was, oh yeah, Nope, The Menu, both were, you had X. Oh Terrifier damn, too. I didn't realize how great of a year for horror this was. Yeah, Barbarian, really peak. Barbarian, Pearl, Bones Smile. and All. Was Smile 2020? I don't remember. I am a Smile There's... Defender. I yeah, really same. enjoyed that movie. I like Smile it's... a lot. Yeah, it scared the shit out of me. I've got two deep cut horror films from 2022 that I would love to shout out. First one, oh. it's called Sissy. It's on Shudder. That's where I watched it. It's about oh, Shudder is peak. Shudder is amazing. This movie is crazy. It's super dark comedy, super gory, really fucked up, super fun. It's like this a bunch of friends go to a yeah. house party for like a bridal shower. I highly recommend it. It's really fun. The other one is called Deadstream. Have you seen that, Trey? No, I haven't. This is about a guy who he's like an internet prankster, like a jackass type dude. Okay. And he does something that gets himself canceled. So he decides to redeem himself by live streaming at night in the most haunted house in the U.S. It is oh, one damn. of the funniest movies I've ever seen. It's on Shutter 2. It's okay. it's like got this Twitch chat background during a bunch of the scenes, and it's like yeah. illness. It's so funny. Shout out to Shutter. Yeah. A, a, we last year we also got or twenty twenty two I guess two years ago we also got Studio sixty six. Yeah. The uh, Foo Fighters horror movie. Uh, peak. Um, oh yeah, and we got the sadness. 
Oh, I haven't heard of that one. Sadness is on Shutter as well. It's a, I think it's Vietnamese. It's a zombie type movie where the infection makes you extremely violent and also very sexual. So wow. it's it's that super fucked up. Wild. It's it's crazy. Super gory. Um, really really fun. Was twenty twenty two. Watcher's uh, did awesome. Did you see that? Hulu? Yeah, I love Watcher. Yeah, that was really good. And then um, one of my personal favorites that I thought was super underrated, Fresh. I Fresh love was Fresh. So Fresh good. was awesome. Oh my gosh! I mean, first of all, Sebastian Stan, King, just, just what a guy, what a guy. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. It felt like I, it feels weird using this word, but it felt like very fresh. Like it was, yeah. It didn't feel derivative. It felt very original. God, twenty twenty two is such a banger. We got. I'm gonna rattle off a few. I don't know if you've seen yeah. any of them. We got Resurrection, which I also watched on Shutter, I believe. Oh, with is Rebecca that Rebecca Hall? Oh, yeah, dude, I love Rebecca Hall. God, that movie is so creepy. Tim Roth and Rebecca Hall, really, Un- really creepy. Underrated scream queen, Rebecca. Yes. Hall. Uh, talk about uh, the Nighthouse, dude. What so a good. scary ass movie, and it's <laughs> yeah. so. It's like really digs at your heart too like it's it's got good yeah. themes and amazing acting that movie's really damn good. yeah we got the black phone which i don't think is a particularly scary movie but i think it's really good some Sounds amazing great. child performances in that yeah really really good and we got speak no evil also another shutter oh I it's seen a that danish one, movie really good things very um, good yeah. yeah last one i got a shout out is bodies 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 yeah, I've heard good things Hysterical. about that one as well. You gotta watch it. It's so funny. Wasn't uh, Pete Davidson in that one? Yeah, Pete Davidson's in it. Okay. The Blackening is apparently marked Dude. in 2022. But oh, really? Yeah, I have that on my 2023 rank. So do I. I really enjoyed that one. I, I thought it was probably. hilarious. Yeah, I had a great time with it. Uh, yeah, see. so I I think we've gotten a lot of really great horror movies oh, recently. Deadstream, I found it. It's on yeah. my watch list. It's hilarious. I, you gave it five stars. Yeah, I think it's fucking hysterical, dude. Nice. It's it's ridiculous. It's so over the top. Yeah. It really digs into those like horror tropes of what stupid people do, and it's like. Oh hell yeah, that's a W. Yeah, it's great. But shout out to Barbarian. Oh, God, shout dude. out to Barbarian. What a what a wild ass movie. Oh my gosh, that movie <laughs> that, is great. That movie is like, I watched a trailer, I was like, this looks creepy as shit, and then you go in and it's got some of the funniest scenes of the year. You have Justin Long measuring the basement God, dungeon. Dude. Hysterical. Oh it's probably one of the God. funniest scenes of 2022. <laughs> I'm like, God, it's so good. That movie, that, yeah. And that, shout out to Barbarian. I did like three movie reviews on my Instagram before I got sober. Barbarian was the first movie review I ever did on any social oh, yeah. media. Shout out to Barbarian. We love that. Um, There's been some stinkers too, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially from last year. We got the Halloween what, was Ends the... and Kills. 2022 was Dude, Halloween Ends, which is Halloween just, uh... Ends was just like so bad. I already don't like the Halloween movies. So. Have you heard of. Uh, have you seen Soft and Quiet? Yeah, I hated it. God, dude, what's the fucking point of that movie? It it's made terrible. Me, the only reason I gave it one star was because yeah. it was what the entire movie it's was one, one shot. Yeah. One take. I, I thought saw that was so impressive. Yeah. I saw Seth 
from Real Talk review it, and I was like, wonder what this is. So I watched it, and I was like, I almost turned. I think I fast forwarded through a few scenes because it was just infuriating to watch, and I was it like, I'm really, over this. It wasn't. It's like it's not like we're gonna scare you with ghosts. It's like no, we're it's... gonna make you see how fucked up people really are. Yeah, the scene with the nuts and the oh epipen is—it's the worst. It's so bad, and at the beginning when you don't realize what's happening like what meeting they're at you're like oh okay i'm interested this is interesting i don't know what's going on but it's interesting and then you realize they're like white aryan women alliance or whatever and you're like yeah they they take the tinfoil off the pie and it's just a swastika on the pie like (laughs) you're like oh shit i actually kind of like some of them now i'm like such a (sighs) bit God, dude, I hated that movie. Um, Moving into 2023 really quick for horror releases, because yeah. I think this episode is just going to be a big yap session. Hell yeah, dude. I would love to talk about Megan and what a piece of shit it is. Okay. I'm going to, I'm not going to like super yeah. defend it. I'm not going to be like, this movie was amazing. I don't think it was amazing. I thought it was pretty good, but I think it's yet another movie that would have been better if it was rated R. Okay. So I did not see this in the theaters. I waited for the unrated cut to come out because I had the same mentality mm-hmm. as, as you. I was like, if you're going for a Chucky movie, like you need, yeah, it, you need it to be rated R. Um, the unrated cut had two scenes of gore. The movie was the exact same, except they don't cut away cut away from the kills. But the gore wasn't any good. I think this movie is so ridiculously boring. The first, it, it's a long movie too. It's almost two hours. It's like an hour fifty, I think. Hour forty five, uh, maybe. I think it's an hour forty. Yeah, one hundred and two minutes. I that's okay, too long yeah. for a horror movie, like a slasher. Especially horror movie. <laughs> It's too long for a movie where the first 70 minutes is nothing. There's no kills for the first, like, two-thirds of this movie. Yeah. You get her pulling that kid's ear off, which is cool, but, like, Dude, God, that was this, sick. it's such a boring movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not. I, it's nothing yeah. impressive, you know? Um, and I still don't know why we're getting... Uh, second one, but they're getting whatever. like multiple, dude. They're gonna just milk it until they're out because they'll do Megan three with the three as the E, and then they'll do Megan four with the A as a four. Like, they're yeah. just gonna keep going, yeah. Um, but that Gerard Johnstone, the guy who directed that, I want to shout out another one he did called Housebound. Um, it's a that. uh, new, it's kind of a deep cut, it's a horror movie, uh, based in New Zealand, like it's a New Zealand okay. horror movie. So it's kind of creepy, but then everybody starts talking and it's kind of silly because that's just how a New Zealand accent is. Yeah. They're just kind of silly. They, yeah. they, they just sound... Like they sound so, friendly. Yeah. They could be saying the worst thing, like, hey, hey, bud. Hey, you can go to hell, bud. And yeah. they're just like, oh, thank you. Um, it, but I want to shout out that one. That one's a fun time. But yeah, there's been, I mean... There was a even this year. There was a lot of poopy horror. Yeah, we had Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, stinker, big time stinker. I, I haven't seen it yet. I can't. Say it's anything I about it. okay. Honestly, I went in knowing exactly what I was getting. Yeah, it's not a good movie. There's some funny kills. Like there's a point where Pooh and I can't even remember the other one's name at this point. 
they drive over this girl's head and there's a shot of her eyeball shooting out as the like tire crushes her skull. It's not bad. Like the gore is fine. Yeah. It, it it's it's not bad. Five yeah. Nights at Freddy's, I hated it. I fell yeah, asleep. I fell asleep uh, and I did not go saw, back to watch the rest of it. Saw X pretty Peak. good. It was Peak. pretty good. I almost gave it five stars. I loved it. I think Jagger might have given it five stars. And we have Saw 11 coming yeah. this year. Oh, it's um, coming this year? Hell yeah. Yeah, in like October, I think. I'm a big fan of the Saw franchise. I always have been. Mm-hmm. And the way they did Saw 10, where the first, literally the first half of the movie is just John Kramer backstory was really effective because normally when you go to a saw movie you're like i don't really care about these people but the traps are fun to watch people die exactly in saw 10 saw x whatever you are like these are scumbags and i'm loving watching john kramer succeed yeah um uh we also got cobweb this year i actually like cobweb i really enjoyed it too i love seeing lizzie kaplan she felt it felt like very out of her norm yeah. of what she usually does. And I really appreciated that. Uh, Anthony Starr was terrifying. Terrifying. Uh, I almost didn't watch it because I'm a huge arachnophobe. I hate spiders. Yeah. So I was asking a bunch of people in the Discord, the Real Talk Discord, and I was like, are there a lot of spiders in this movie? Am I going to be okay? And they're like, there's not that many. So if you're also an arachnophobe listening, you'll be fine. There's no yeah. spider jump scares. There's a couple scenes of like spiders walking across a kid's desk. Well, and it's... also isn't at the end, spoilers, isn't yeah. the sister, isn't she like a creepy spider? Yeah, thing? well, she's like, she's arachnid type, but yeah, she dude. doesn't look like she a spider. Was... She was so scared. Yeah. For, like, if I'm watching horror movies by myself, for maximum effectiveness, I go, I lay in my bed, I put my computer right on my chest, so all oh, I see God. is my screen, <laughs> and turn off all the lights, and That's put on noise-canceling in my AirPods. So I'm just, like, completely sucked in. And I was watching it like that, and my heart was just, like, just beating so fast. And, oh, that sister, man creep me out we also got uh the peaks exorcist oh with my russell god Crow. what a peak movie oh my Dude, god so funny give me a whole movie of russell crowe riding a vespa yeah and sassing demons dude though this movie leans <laughs> it's it takes itself so seriously while not taking itself serious at all it is yeah. hilarious it has this weird dark tone to it but there's so many jokes and russell crowe is like talking about Dude, soccer with these demons he's you can like tell. i'm your biggest nightmare and he's like my biggest nightmare is england losing or something like that like yeah you can tell he had so much fun making and that movie. uh the ending quick spoiler warning when he turns into the demon the cgi is ridiculous not good but like yeah. so so entertaining yeah we got the last voyage of the demeter which i don't know I if you saw that I didn't. I haven't seen it's that not bad. Yet. I my expectations may have been too high for it, which is weird for it getting mediocre reviews. Yeah, it's pretty entertaining. The kills are good. Um, but yeah, like horror, we've had a lot of fun horror movies, and I think twenty twenty four will probably continue that. I mean, we got. It seems that. Um, we got yeah, the we're. Quiet I, place movie. We got that one with Catherine Newton, Lisa Frankenstein. 
that yeah, honestly and, uh, looks kind of dope. This isn't horror. I just got to pull this up on. I saw this when I was going on discussing films for film news. Uh, we've got a Bride of Frankenstein movie coming out, oh, made by that. Maggie Gyllenhaal, w- starring. Oh, I did see a tweet about that. <clears throat> yeah, uh, right here. Jesse Buckley, Christian Bale, Annette Bening, Penelope Cruz, and Peter Sarsgaard will all star in Maggie Gyllenhaal's Bride of Frankenstein movie. Yes, yeah, W. Cast, bro. Um, we were just talking about Jesse Buckley last week too, with them thinking of ending things like. Yeah, we got Smile Big w. Two coming out this year. Uh, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey too. Uh, oh, The Wolfman, which I'm yes. really excited for. Even though they just recast. Yeah, freaking. Lee. But but here's the W. Lee Winnell is directing. <gasps> and is he? My guy Lee Dang. Winnell just cooks. So good. Oh my god, dude! He's masterful behind the camera. Um, I went on. What do you? Th- I, I went on another podcast who we've had on here a few times, uh, the Film Somniacs podcast, and we recorded like a three or four hour episode about The Invisible Man. Oh yeah! Wow, and, dude, that movie—that's one of my favorite. I think that's in my top ten horrors of all time. Nice. The Invisible. I got, dude, that movie is so good. We've got Terrifier three coming. Yeah. Christmas yeah, movie, Art the Clown in a Santa costume, going to yeah. be amazing. So good. What do you think about The Quiet Place Day One? I mean, I neither of the <clears throat> Quiet Place movies have been bad. I think I, I think uh, I haven't logged either of them, but A Quiet Place will probably be almost a five, and then yeah. A Quiet Place Two will be like a four, four and a half. So yeah. they're on a good trajectory. I don't know how I feel about not having John Krasinski at the head. Yeah, um, but the guy we t- we've talked we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. He also directed uh, Pig with right. Nick Cage, and that is a, an amazing film. So I uh, I don't know. I'm I'm cautiously hopeful. I think the idea of a day one is really exciting <clears throat> because watching yeah. people try to learn is always really suspenseful. Yeah, and these sure. movies are built on suspense. Um, yeah, John Krasinski not behind the camera. It sucks, but uh, yeah. also, Quiet Place Two has Killian Murphy. No Killian Murphy is an L. So it always is. Yeah, um, unfortunate. Let's yeah, transition. I mean, we're also getting uh, the the new Strangers trilogy. Oh, Strangers really? Chapter One. Um, okay. And there's going to be three of them, and uh, I've seen both of the other ones, and they're pretty good. Um, just fun like home invasion slashers so looking forward to that as well yeah speaking of killian murphy let's touch on 28 years later yes another piece of movie news wow what a transition insane god God. damn just evan just out here cooking that was crazy Um, no, we're, uh, we got news. When was that? Was that today? Is in the past few days yeah. that, uh, Alex Garland and Danny Boyle, two goaded directors, um, are in works right now creating 28 years later, a third movie in the, uh, 28 days trilogy, I guess there's 28 days later, which you can o- only really find on physical media it's never streamed anywhere i was luckily luckily i was lucky enough to find a dvd copy at goodwill one day oh Um, yeah that i was just like oh yes i need that 
dude shout out the thrift short stores for buying movies for real dude Good dude work. i got a i got a like steel book of the social network for six dollars a couple weeks I ago i got uh one of my first trips ever when i started collecting physical media i got a copy of fellowship of the ring a blu-ray 4k and two towers both yeah. for like six dollars each that's Un- awesome and they were unopened like they still oh my the god plastic on that's them. awesome and i was like god what a steal yeah especially when movies are so expensive like i exactly. <clears throat> especially in canada where i live like I paid $38 for my Oppenheimer 4K. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's about what it is here. Oh, is it? And then yeah. I paid, I paid $30 for a Barbie Blu-ray, that's which expensive. felt a bit expensive. Yeah. But also I never bought the only ones I'll buy like brand new are like Criterion's or yeah. like for like special edition, like 4Ks or Steelbooks. I wish like, I could get Criterion's here. No, why can't you? They don't sell them. They they sell. So the store I usually go to to buy movies has three criterions. They have the Elephant Man, uh, mm-hmm. Triangle of Sadness, and Parasite. That's it. There's no because Barnes and Noble. I know because Barnes and Noble has a bunch of yeah criterions, no and they have that and big. Noble. There's no Barnes and Nobles here, and yeah. shipping from the Criterion website is fifty dollars to where I live plus That's duties. Ridiculous. So I don't. Yeah that's so crazy yeah um, super no, sidetrack back to yeah yeah i used to now i just like i get my physical media from like goodwill or i'll go ebay is can be yeah. a really good spot um i found this guy on ebay who does these like mystery boxes so for like i've seen those bucks, on tiktok those are cool he'll put, he'll put like 50 just random dvds uh in a box and send it to you. So there's a few weeks back where I ordered, uh, I ordered three mystery boxes from him. So 150, or it was like 20. So it was 150 DVDs for like $50. Dude, you got to send me the link to that. That's crazy. (laughs) I'll have to go find it. It's a while back. And a lot of it, like, it came in this huge, like, massive box. Was it and just the discs or cases, too? Cases, too. And oh, damn. It was real crap. A lot of it wasn't yeah. good stuff. And a lot of it was in pretty shit condition. But then, like, one in every, like, three or four movies was, like, a great movie and in pretty good condition. And I'm like, man, for that ratio, this is totally worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's and it's just fun opening it up and going through oh, yeah. all of them and seeing what you got. Um, but yeah, it's Goodwill, man. Goodwill and thrift shops, best yeah. place to get physical media. <clears throat> Shout out to Value Village in Calgary. In oh, Canada. Value Village. We have a few that's, of those around. Oh here. yeah, those are that's that's my go-to. Yeah, man. Anyway, um, back to twenty-eight days later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I'm excited. I've never seen. I think we've both never seen twenty-eight weeks later. No. Um, but I've seen 28 Days Later, and it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I watched 28 Days Later only knowing it was a zombie movie. And I watched it with my mom. And good lord, the last act in the military base was not a fun time. Dude, it's a, it, I, it's a I watched it with dark my mom ass too, movie. I was not expecting like, it. Jesus, this is dark. Yeah. I was um, expecting like Dawn of the Dead or something. So I'm really excited. I love Alex Garland. I love uh, Danny Boyle. Sunshine is maybe one of the best sci-fi movies of all time. 
Yeah. Especially post 2000 Sunshine is awesome. Yeah. Um, have you I seen Sunshine? I haven't seen Sunshine, but Ooh. I I I am looking looking forward to it. It's been high yeah. up on my watch list for a it's while. It's an it's an interesting movie because it takes a really really big tonal switch in the last act to a full blown horror movie. Yeah. When before it's kind of a sci fi thriller. Some people love it. Some people don't like it. Um. So yeah, Sunshine's a cool movie. We'll have to chat about it once you watch it. Yeah, for sure. Um. But yeah, I mean, I just saw something. David Gordon Green, the oh, thank Departing Christ. 2025 Exorcist sequel, search underway for new director. Praise the Lord. Delayed oh. indefinitely. Dude, get someone good in here. Get someone good to take yeah. over this IP that will actually make a good horror film. Um, like, there's so many great horror directors out there. Just get someone good, give them creative control, and let them do what they do best. Yeah. Um, when I saw Halloween 2018, I was like, holy shit, I love David Gordon Green. This movie's awesome. The kills are great. And then you great. saw the next one, and you were like, and then, oh, man. And then his, he lost all the juice. It's crazy. He you used... put it all into Halloween 2018. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you butcher a trilogy so badly. The first one is my highest rated Halloween movie. That's I don't honestly not not a terrible yeah, take. I know that a lot of people have it second or third. Some people love Halloween too. I don't like Halloween too. I've only I have... seen Halloween the original, Halloween yeah. three, season of the witch. That might be my favorite one. Um, even though I don't really even consider that a Halloween movie. Yeah. Uh, but it's fun. It's a blast. Yeah. Uh no more days till Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> oh my god. god, that movie's so weird. Uh, and then I really—I've only—and then all the new trilogy. Um, yeah. So but I've I've heard s- the Rob Zombie ones are pretty good. I—they're fucking ruthless. Um, some people hate them. Some people really like them. Uh, yeah. I've seen. I watched all of the Halloween movies in October last year. I don't like Halloween. I think Laurie Strode is one of the weakest final girls considering most of the movies she's in, except Halloween one, she spends in a hospital bed doing nothing. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. I, I, I just don't like Halloween. I think yeah. that Halloween resurrections with Busta Rhymes is one of the funniest movies I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> if you want, this movie's terrible, but if you want a really good laugh, Search up on YouTube Halloween Resurrections, uh, like Kung Fu Kick, and you will witness Busta Rhymes Kung Fu Kick while going Hiya, Michael Myers out of a window. There's no way that's true. Into some barbed wire, where is he is hanged? It's amazing. It's so funny. That's Busta wild. Rhymes is ridiculous in this movie. Yeah, so that's wild. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Maybe David Gordon Green will stop making movies for a little bit and get his Hopefully. juice back. Yeah. Um, we also got, I mean, there's, uh, so apparently on Peacock now, you can watch the Harry Potter movies, but Ooh. they added, it's like people are talking about like watching them for the first time again because they added all these deleted scenes. Oh, yeah. Um, and just added them in without telling anyone. Interesting. And so now you can just go watch them with all the deleted, like hmm. extended cuts, I guess. Yeah. So, and so I've. Some people are getting really confused. They're like, <laughs> I don't remember this happening. 
I own the Harry Potter like and the whole thing on iTunes, and it yeah. came. It doesn't anymore. Maybe that's why, because it's on Peacock now. But it used to come with the Chamber of Secrets extended cut, which was like over three hours long, and yeah. I love it. I love it. So yeah. that's cool. Go watch them. the The extended cut for Chamber of Secrets, dope. Yeah. Um. I can't remember, Evan. Uh, are you a Ghostbusters fan? I I have not watched them in my adult life, so I don't okay, have much. But you've to say. watched the original, like you. I've seen the least... first one. Okay, so uh, obviously this year we're getting Ghostbusters: Frozen Empire. Yeah. Um, I'm hyped for this. The original Ghostbusters is one of my top twenty of all time. Um, I think that it's Bill Murray at its finest. Really, I think it's Bill Murray at its funniest. Um, and I will die on that hill. I will take that take to my grave. Um, and so we're through the trailers and some images we've got. It is obvious that the OGs are teaming up again, like the OG four, but obviously Harold Ramis passed away, um, a while back. So Egon will not be there, but it looks like, um, God, what's her name? Um, uh, Janine, the receptionist. She will like. There's uh, an image of the original three, and then Janine all hmm. in suits, and That's it cool. looks like she will be taking Egon's spot, which I really, really enjoy, and it just makes me more excited for that. Um, nice. Uh, there's we got an Oppenheimer streaming release date. Yeah, for Peacock. Um, yeah, uh, on Rest February sixteenth. So on February seventeenth, I will have Oppenheimer logged three more times. Um, I wish we had Peacock here. You don't have Peacock? Nope. Oh, it's not dude. available in Canada. That sucks. That's okay. I own it. Um, oh, we also good. have, um, to my dismay personally, Top Gun 3 is in the works with Joseph oh. Kaczynski set to return. I you know what? have been very vocal about this to a lot of people not on this podcast. I do mm-hmm. not like Top Gun Maverick. I think it has some of the most incredible action set pieces I've ever seen in my entire life. And the third oh, yeah. act is out of this world perfect. This movie is so bloated with annoying ass romances, cheesy shit. I don't think it's entertaining. I think the movie just is, yeah. Any scenes where they weren't in the planes, I was like, fast forward this shit. I don't think it has any business being in the best action movies of all time list. Oh, no, definitely not. But here's 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 what I will say. I'm a huge, I'm a massive fan of the original Top Gun. Okay. I think there it, it's really bad. I haven't I even seen it. It's like that perfect 80s cheesy yeah. guy movie. Um, you should definitely check it out. It's great. Yeah, it's I was really just fun. dragged by my brother and dad to go see Top Gun Maverick, and I was like, "Do I need to watch the first one?" And they're like, "We'll tell you what happens." And I was like, "Okay." You should, de- you should definitely watch it. It adds it adds some layers to Top Gun, um, and I don't like when people reboot these movies that don't need to be rebooted. Um, and I walked into Top Gun Maverick wanting to hate it so bad. I wanted to walk out and be like, God, that was so terrible. <clears throat> uh, because I think the Ghostbusters remake with all females oh, yeah. kind of left a bad taste in my mouth as far as 80s reboots go. Right. Um, so I just wanted to hate it so bad. And I walked out and I was like, 
fuck that was great the action is incredible the action is insane (laughs) i i and i felt like all the emotional beats hit as a fan of the original yeah Um, that might be where it like misclicked for me so i think you should watch the original yeah and give it a rewatch and maybe see i'll rewatch both strange. yeah because uh, i own top gun maverick uh but yeah the action sequences they're crazy <laughs> it crazy. is the most in like the fact that it's you're sitting there and you're like logically i know this is real because i've seen everyone say it but it's like you can feel it like it's crazy yeah and the the scene where they are uh the first like dog fighting scene and training oh and um what song is playing i think it's something by the who is playing in the background the training just, scenes were awesome i eat that shit up man yeah and glenn powell oh my god oh, he's great. glenn powell as hangman is everything i wish i was as a man he is just yeah. he exudes everybody's like oh miles teller is so cool no he's not he's a fucking pussy in this movie he is glenn, he's annoying glenn powell bro that guy, whew, the yeah. definition of cool. He yes. is to, with the toothpick in his mouth. He is a perfect casting. Oh my God, dude. Because they needed somebody like that. Who's just like super overconfident. And yeah. Just. Uh, and like he the, the beach, the volleyball scene or the football scene. Crazy. Yeah. I you mean, re- there's, one, I, there's one like that in the original. Yeah. It's a volleyball scene, right? Yeah. yeah. Have you seen it? They're all playing volleyball. I've seen it. Yeah. And jeans. Yeah. The, yeah, dude. I was reading because uh, IMDb has the trivia section. Apparently, they were Tom Cruise kept shooting that scene over and over again because he wasn't happy with it. So every time between takes, they would have to run to the gym and start pumping up again so their muscles could be popping. And it yeah. took like a long time to get that scene filmed because Tom Cruise was like, "Oh, it's not right yet." Yeah, it's so good. It's that whole movie is so good. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll 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 go back to it. I might have been unfair yeah you should definitely check it out after viewing the og um but let's let's get into i mean first of all before we get into what we bit or let's just so usually here since it is friday we would be uh going over the next movies in our kubrick but since jagger could not join us today and she wanted to be there fuck he wanted to be here. Sorry, I'm looking at movie news and a picture of Catherine Newton came up and it just slipped out. <laughs> I apologize, Jagger. Um, he, since he wanted to be here, we will be going over 2001 uh, Space Odyssey and Doctor Strange Love on Tuesday. Um, so today we will. What? Alongside Spotlight. Yes, alongside. Yeah, triple, triple feature. Peak Light. Um, yes. Mark Ruffalo's best role. Um, we will be just, I think we're just going to go over stuff we've been watching, stuff we've been yeah. enjoying, just keep we you get the letterbox going. Um, Evan, you, you want to open us with our first yeah. 2024 review of the year? Yes, The Peak Keeper. I saw this shit last night in IMAX with my dad and my brother. To preface this, I gave this movie a five stars. I've seen every single Jason Statham movie that I can remember in theaters with my dad. We love them. We eat them up. They're not good. They're fun. So this is a very biased Jason Statham is my favorite action actor. Like, th- don't don't take my word for it, but still go see it because it's genuinely really badass. Yeah. It's so cheesy. The amount of B puns in this movie, Trey, is fucking insane. I love it. 
I they it. every maybe five minutes for the hour forty this movie runs. There's a <laughs> bee pun. It's crazy. Jason Statham <laughs> says, "I need to protect the hive." 10, 15 <laughs> is times. He talk- is he talking about his family? Okay, I'll give a quick rundown of the plot of this movie. Yes, please. Uh, so this movie is. It's kind of like a if you've seen nobody with uh shit uh, uh Bob Odenkirk Bob Odenkirk it's kind of no, like but that's on my watch list so oh my god dude. Jason Stath dude no let let me say this really quick nobody is crazy it's a ninety minute action movie it is so entertaining the I know I've heard that it's been world. on my watch list for so long Christopher I just watch it. Christopher shit with from Back to the Future Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd's in this movie and he's dual wielding shotguns and just murdering people with Wait, a big smile on his face. No, in nobody. Oh, go watch it. It's amazing. Yeah. Okay. So back to the beekeeper. It's kind of like Jason Statham worked for this organization called the beekeepers. I'll yeah. keep it. I mean, not that you really care about spoilers for a movie like this. You're I not don't. going for the plot. No. You're going for kills. They are like an organization that works above the law to take care of, when yeah. the hive, which is like society, uh. is uh, out of order, the beekeeper comes in to fix shit up. Uh, something happens to Jason Statham that makes him mad, and he goes on a fucking rampage. And How this good. man c- could rival John Wick easily. I clear, shit you not. Does he clear John Wick? Because we talk about we talk about action, underrated action movie heroes. On this pod, we yeah. were talking about Mike Howell from American Ultra, Jesse Eisenberg's oh, okay. character, yeah. and how he would easily clear like John Wick okay. and James Bond and guys like that. Does this guy clear John Wick? I would love to touch on some spoilers for like 30 seconds, if Go you ahead. don't mind, Trey. Go ahead. Okay, mute for 30 seconds, fast forward, whatever, starting now. There to in the third act of, act of this movie, Jason Statham is actively trying to kill the president and her son, <laughs> and he gets he he murks almost the entire he kills the entire Secret Service in the third act of this movie. It's fucking <laughs> mad, dude. I'm telling you, he is a machine. Okay, what are Spoilers. his weapons? What are his weapons of choice? Okay, Every so here, since, like yeah, John Wick so, has the pistol. And yeah. Okay, what, so no more spoilers. Uh. He is not uh, focused on killing good guys like uh, cops or anything. Mm -hmm. He does not intentionally shoot a gun until almost the third act of this movie. He's just wrecking people with his fists, fire. He cuts a bunch of people in half with an elevator at one point. That's sick as hell. I'm telling (laughs) you, this movie, don't watch the trailer if you haven't seen it. Go see it. It's ridiculous. The kills are really good. It's really funny. Like, there's so many B puns. There's a side <laughs> plot with an FBI agent that I think anytime it cuts to it, you're kind of like, get me back to Jason Statham right now. Yeah. But it's even, even that part is not terrible. The beekeeper mm-hmm. is great. Go see it. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Before I touch on my, because I was thinking we could just go back and forth. Yeah, let's go back and forth. Um, before I touch on that, I want to ask, have you seen American Ultra? Yeah, I did see it when I was like 13. I need okay, to rewatch so it. I remember it being fun, though. That's one of my favorite action movies. Um, I, I have it a four-star after rewatch. The first time I watched it, I watched it with uh, Ben from the Real Talk Discord. Oh, yeah. 
and we hopped on it. And this is back when we were watching movies together, like every night. Um, mm-hmm. Oh God, this my computer does that. When I put a thumbs up, it does the bubble thumbs up. Um, but Ben, I hopped on the call and I was like, Hey man, I've had a hard day. I just want something easy, something light, something that I don't have to pay that much attention to. And we were like, uh, how about this American ultra dumb action movie with Jesse Eisenberg? And I was like, sure. I gave it five stars. I finished <laughs> it and I was like, that's exactly Dude, what I needed. That movie was That's how cold. I'm feeling with the beekeeper. Like it's probably not going to stay a five stars, but. Exactly. Right now, it's a five star. But you you should rewatch America. I'm gonna. Ultra. I'm absolutely uh, going to. Let me just read you this synopsis. Yeah. It is, American Ultra is a fast paced action comedy about Mike, a seemingly hapless and unmotivated stoner whose small life town with his live in girlfriend Phoebe is suddenly turned upside down. Unbeknownst to him, Mike is actually a highly trained lethal sleeper agent. In the blink of an eye, as his p- secret past comes back to haunt him. Mike is thrust into the middle of a deadly government operation and is forced to summon his interaction hero in order to survive. It's awesome. Damn, that I mean, sounds that sounds hype. And you got you got Jesse Eisenberg, you got Kristen Stewart, yeah. you got Topher Grace okay. just popping up out of nowhere. You got Connie Britton from Friday oh, yeah. Night Lights. Walton Goggins is in there. <gasps> the John goat. John Leguizamo, Bill okay. Coleman. Okay. Mean, just crazy yeah i'll be watching past. that this weekend when i'm oh, snowed in it's so good dude that it's sounds so awesome. much fun nice um but let's see first one on so my... i think we're on going back to the like we recorded on the ninth yeah last, last one i talked about was scanners uh oh here we go something we can talk about for a few minutes cheaper by the dozen oh my god i was bro. feeling um uh <laughs> sentimental after we recorded um because i think you brought up cheaper by the yeah dozen. i did this, the the cheaper by the dozen movies one and two both just as good as the other yeah uh, were movies I grew up on I think they are fucking hilarious Dude, and I haven't so watched good. it since I was like eleven so I was like you know what let's rewatch cheaper by the dozen I know that's not a five star movie but it's I a wanted, five star movie I wanted to give it five stars <laughs> because of how much I love it dude i cried dude I when laughed. when simon loses the the he goes to gets on the train and goes across to bury the frog or whatever it is oh dude i get Sobbing. so emotional I get oh my so god emotional, man and i mean you get you got some great early 2000s teen yeah. superstars you got tom welling you got hillary duff i mean it's just peak it's it's so steve, good steve martin is so funny yeah it's so funny ashton kutcher absolutely Dude, the, hilarious. the meat scene is an all-timer it's an all-timer scene oh my god or the uh sorry about your clothes hank they'll be dying <sighs> no time just <laughs> god dude movie's Peak. so good we'll be watching cheaper by the dozen two this week dude i honestly think i like that one more really eugene levy with just an absolute a... douchebag kid oh my oh, god dude. so good he is so good in that movie. i might watch cheaper by the dozen two tonight i'm not gonna lie <laughs> dude we should do a cheaper by the dozen two watch party yeah we should true that'd be dope that'd be hype um dude but yeah it's i mean it's great it's 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 a classic it's a perfect feel-good movie for yeah. people of our age it's like the i mean it's the movie it's yeah. the movie um bonnie hunt is great um yeah just an absolute blast of a film yeah Um, what about you what's your next one okay so did i talk about the eight mountains last episode i don't think i did i I think think i watched this the night after we recorded yeah i was recommended this 
two times in the Real Talk film raffle. Yeah. It is... I, I tried watching it once, and I wasn't able to just, like, focus on it. You know, I was getting distracted. Mm-hmm. It's two and a half hours, and it's not in English. So I turned it off. I came back to it last week, or I guess this week. Um, it's magnificent. I have it number three of the year, 2023, just wow. below Oppenheimer. It's <clears throat> it's about two friends. It's a foreign film, right? Yeah, it's uh, it it's from? Italian. Okay, Italians about two... cook with their cinema. Yeah, films. so this movie is about two best friends, uh, Pietro and Bruno. Mm-hmm. They kind of live in the Alps near the mountains. Yeah. And Pietro is the main character, and his dad is like a mountain. He loves to explore the mountains. Yeah. And the movie follows these two friends over like 40 years. And they don't oh, see each shit. other for a long time. They come back together. They separate. It is so heartbreaking and really, really heartfelt at the same time. Mm-hmm. The bond these two share, even though they go 10 years without seeing each other. It's beautiful. I loved it so much. And the cinematography, there's a lot of scenes where they're climbing mountains. It's jaw-dropping. I highly recommend you guys watch this movie. It's streaming on the Criterion channel, okay. which is not the most like used streaming service. I use it a lot. I think it's amazing, but yeah, I highly recommend it. You can rent it too, I think, on Apple TV. Uh, it's really, really great. I loved it. It's. W. I wrote a long... I was, the first line of my... Uh, review well i have a little quote it says sometimes love dies little by little sometimes it dies all at once <sighs> tear your heart out bro crazy Just cooking yeah that quote. dude it's so good uh i live very close to the rocky mountains and the first line of my review just says i think i have to drive to the mountains this weekend like i just want to be there bro so yeah, yeah i watched the eight mountains shout out to remy and ferdinand rare ferdinand w Honestly, I find myself aligning with his takes a lot. Yeah, not, except not, the shark not movies. Not all the time, but a good amount. Yeah, shout out to him for making me watch uh, Megalodon and then Jurassic Shark oh, he, and Shark he, he, Exorcist. Was Megalodon, was that the one with uh, Michael Madsen? Yeah. Yeah, he made me watch that too. Yeah, it's, it's a bad, bad. It's so it's bad. So bad. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Ferdinand if you're listening. Yeah. We love you, but the shark movies, man. Yeah, but shout Come out on. for... He's the one who introduced the eight mounts to all of us. I loved it. Yeah. So go watch but it. Yeah. Rango. Ferdinand Rango, yeah, Rango. I agree with you. Rango is peak cinema. Rango's pretty peak, yeah. Uh, it's so funny. Um, okay. Yeah, what did uh, you watch? Let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, I finished uh my rewatch of season one of Loki. Um Nice. I'm slowly doing an MCU rewatch. Um oh, God. just to prepare for these new re or these newer projects coming up in the next yeah. couple years uh i season one of loki it's not my favorite marvel tv yeah. show but it's really good it's good um, yeah uh the dynamic between him and sylvie is really great yeah and him and morbius and yeah um, Owen Wilson we finally get like a wholesome it. friendship yeah with loki um which i really really love uh god fuck jonathan majors but Dude, Dude he's, he's, he kills it. <laughs> I haven't so seen Quantumania, good. so I can't talk about that, but he kills he, it, Loki. He did the best he could have done in Quantumania. Is it the last um, episode or the second last episode where he has the big speech Oh, no, it's the, 
It's the last one. And yeah, he that, just that's cooks, amazing. Man. So good. He's yeah. so good. Um, but yeah, did a rewatch of Loki. Uh, I'll probably log it again once I get around to season two, yeah. uh, which will be for a while because I'm still like back there near Loki, which was like yeah. 2020. Um, it That show still doesn't beat. I love Falcon and Winter Soldier. I think I have that at a four and a half. Okay. Um, so it, the only thing keeping it from a five it. is the villains. The Flag Smashers are boring as fuck. But you got John Walker, uh, Wyatt Russell playing John Walker. I've heard Walker. really good things about Wyatt Russell in it. Oh my God, dude. He plays, uh, he's called, uh, his character in the comics is called US Agent. He, uh, right. He's like a kind of, I don't know. He's part of the Thunderbolts, which are kind of like oh, I talked okay, about yeah, last yeah. week, like the Dark Avengers. Um, that, he's really good in that. Um, and the dynamic between Bucky and Sam is excellent. They yeah. are Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan. Uh, really, really. Sebastian Stan never misses. Let's be honest. Like, he doesn't. Fucking, I fucking so love good. Sebastian. He's so good. Yeah. He's so fun. Yeah. Um, I wish I could be Sebastian Stan. I mean, I wish I could be Sebastian Stan. I'll just say it. He's great. I love him. I saw a video to digress real quick. I saw a video of a fan interacting with him in New York. He was like in the middle of a run and then he stops to get a hot dog in the middle of his run. <laughs> and this fan's like, what are you doing, man? I'm over here dying and you're stopping to get a hot dog. <laughs> and it's just like the most funny and wholesome thing. Um, but yeah, nice. I watched Loki. Great, great show. Great, great season. Yeah. TV. Nice. Um, and we also get the, in that we get, I'm pretty sure he's the dad in Saltburn. Um, he plays oh, yes. like older Loki. You know who I'm talking about? Yes. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember his name, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I don't know his name either, but he, that scene where he like, did you see you? Did you see the first season of Loki? Yeah. Where he like conjures the city. Oh my God, dude. It's Sick. so badass. Um, what about you? Next thing for you? What, you, what was your next one? Yeah. <clears throat> so I continued my kick from last week of depressing foreign films, yeah. Eight Mountains, and then I watched Minari for the first time. Oh my god. What a heartbreaking <sighs> movie. Yeah. I loved Minari. <clears throat> I... I had heard that song, the Minari song on TikTok countless times. And I oh, was like, everybody this song's kind of sad. And, and the then I hear this fucking song during the movie and I'm like, I'm going to find a bridge to jump off. Like, Jesus yeah, Christ. dude. It, Minari is amazing. Steven Yun is so amazing. My God. Yeah. I love seeing I him, love him. Uh, work in foreign films. Yeah. Because he feels, it's. it seems like he feels very at home in them and very comfortable, which I love. I... The kids in Minari, fuck those oh, kids, bro. Dude, these kids were ruthless. Like the little, bo- the grandma's like, just drink your soup, and he's like, nah, I'm gonna dump it in the toilet and piss in the bowl, and you can drink it. Like, God, dude, what an asshole! I was laughing so hard. Yeah, what an asshole, bro. Uh, yeah, Minari's third act was just truly heartbreaking, but I, I loved it a lot. I want to watch it again. The neighbor, uh, what's his name? Um, that actor, he was also in, uh, uh, whatever that fucking movie is called. Remember the Titans? Will Patton. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the most wholesome character in Minari. Yeah. 
they <laughs> he's like can i come work on your farm and steven young's like no you gotta be korean he's like i was there i was in the war he's like okay and then they're just best friends yeah he's oh, so, so awesome wholesome. yeah no minari um, was like a really perfect mix of heartbreaking and wholesome yeah well, and it's I so love understated, these, too. It's very, I know. Like, I love intimate. these calm, slice-of-life, intimate movies because it's you great. just... They take their time, and you get just beautiful moments of landscape, and you just sit there and appreciate. This Rice Boy Sleeps, which I talked about last life, last episode, is a prime <laughs> example of this movie, of this yeah. slice-of-life, intimate, very understated... Uh, yeah, so I, I'm a big fan of that type of movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I thought Minari was great. Yeah. Um, I gave it four see. and a half stars. It might yeah, go I to think a five that's what I, I, that's, I think I have it at a four. four I could see it going up. It. Um, let's see. I Next one I watched, Fever Pitch uh, with Drew Barrymore and Jimmy Fallon. Um, oh. I remember watching this when I was probably 12 or 13 and enjoying it i really just watched it because it's a baseball movie oh okay um, and i love i mean baseball's my it's the greatest game in the world uh and if you don't believe that go watch field of dreams and then watch <laughs> lot and then watch Moneyball. and then i've it. only i never watched baseball live and my only memories are seeing the toronto blue jays live in person because my i used to live in toronto yeah, and my dad yeah, worked for Shell, so got mad how, free tickets. How, what, what year was that? I was year, probably like it, it was like two thousand seven to two thousand. Oh, who was on the blue? Twelve, Jays? maybe two thousand eleven. Yeah, two thousand eleven. I think you guys have when a, I moved back. Uh, sweet stadium, though. In Toronto, it's great. There's two. So there's the Rogers Center, which has the dome that opens. That's where they play baseball. And then there's the Air Canada Center. I actually saw U2 at the Rogers Center. Oh, okay. And they had a 360 tour. So the the stage was this huge tower that went through the roof of the Rogers Center. And the stage was a circle. So they would just go around and around the whole show. It was sick. Yeah. Oh shit. No. Yeah. You were. That was a good era for Blue Jays baseball. Yeah. Like, Roy Halladay, like the end of Frank Thomas's career. AJ Burnett. Dude, I didn't know anything about baseball, and when I went to these games, it was like thirty-five degrees outside, and we were sitting near the front. Mm-hmm. I was blistering heat, and I'm like, "There's seven fucking innings. Like, I'm gonna die." Yeah, I love baseball. I. I'm used to heartbreak because my team <clears throat> is the Oakland A's. Uh, so we, uh, I think the stat from uh, Moneyball, what that season, because that's how the A's run their team because they don't have any money, mm-hmm. um, is they just buy a lot of really good up and comers, train them, make them into great players, and then they become great players, and then the A's can't afford them anymore. So they trade them away. <laughs> For more great <clears throat> young players. Gotcha. Uh, but they won, in 2001, they won the same amount of games as the Yankees. And the Yankees had won, averaged $1.2 million per game. Like, they were paying $1.2 $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $
and the A's were paying like two hundred and fifty thousand per win. Jesus. It yeah, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, I love baseball. But fever pitch, that's what I was talking about. Yeah. Uh, not good. <laughs> oh god. I'm 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 a huge sucker for mid two thousands um rom coms. Especially the Fairly Same. Brothers. They also did There's Something About Mary and Shallow Howl. Peak. Um, Dude, I saw Shallow Howl when I, was a kill, when I was a kid, and the only thing I remember about it was learning what cankles are from Jack Black. <laughs> <laughs> That's all That's I remember really from it. Um, but yeah, this one, it, it wasn't good. It pretty stinky. Was, it was pretty, pretty bad. Jimmy Fallon isn't a good actor. Um, I am slowly getting to the point where I hate Drew Barrymore. I oh, just God. don't like her. Um, <laughs> I think she's super annoying. Um, but yeah, it, not too many redeeming qualities about that one. What'd you give it? A star and a half. Yeah, it's, yeah nice. pretty terrible. Um, what about you? What next one for you? My next watch was Contracted. Oh yes, yes, for Mr. from Mr. Eric England. Yes. Who may or may not be on the podcast in the future. Yes. Uh I watched this without mm-hmm. knowing a whole lot about it. I read the synopsis. I was like, it sounds pretty brutal. I'm down. The poster makes it. it look creepy. Yeah, that shot is in the movie towards the end. It's fucking creepy. Her eyes. Yeah. I like this movie a lot. I think that it has a bit of a issue with the like melodramatic interactions between some of the side characters mm-hmm. i the the body horror in this movie is awesome oh my god you just watch this girl this poor girl devolve into like pure misery yeah. i won't spoil what happens to her because it's really just kind of shocking when it hits but it, yeah. i had fun I might, with it I might, I, I might watch that one tonight it's on the best streaming service of all time. Tubi. Tubi. Shout out Tubi. Tubi. Sponsor, sponsor us. us, please. Sponsor us, Tubi. We love you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was really great. Uh, I liked it, yeah. Um, I'm probably going to watch the sequel at some point. I don't know if he directed it. There's a second one? Yeah, there's a second one. I'm not sure he if directed he that directed one. it, but I'll watch it just because the premise is cool. It's yeah. kind of like It Follows with oh, the STD. It... Yeah, uh, the sexually because... transmitted demon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Except this STZ where it turns you into like a zombie because she okay. just starts de- decaying. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The gore was really good. I I wish there was a little bit more gore, mm-hmm. but the the gore you get is great. Yeah. Are you uh, a gore whore like myself? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, dude, the gorier if you're if you if it's like a body horror, yeah, or like a slasher, the gorier the better, dude. Dude, I like Terrifier movies. Oh, give it dude. to me. Oh give it God. to me. I love yeah. it. So uh, I wish it had a little bit more body horror and gore, but uh, the stuff that it had was amazing. Really, really yeah. good. I loved it. Uh, yeah. I give that three stars. W. Yeah. Good stuff. I mean, I'm excited to. Uh, I'll probably it rewatch it again before we, we have a chat it. with Mr. Yeah. Eric England. Uh, hopefully. Jagger yeah, hopefully. is in communications with him currently. Cool. Cool, um, cool. And he has a he has a few others that I'm looking forward to yeah. checking out um, that sound interesting. Um, next one, Fever Pitch was a real disappointment. So uh, I followed it up with something that I thought or I knew I was gonna love. Um, and shout, another shout out to Ferdinand. 
Um, oh yeah. We're on the same level as this one. Um, Mystic River. Um, Peak. I've been delving more into Clint Eastwood's filmography. Um, he's very hit or miss for me. Um, I really enjoyed Gran Torino and The Mule oh, and this. I need to watch um, The Mule. I hated American Sniper. Um, really? I thought that was really bad. Um, huh. I, but I don't like movies that glorify war. That's fair. I'm just not about that, you know. Um, I'm more of an anti-war movie guy. So We'll like, have a good chat about satirical like takes on war. So Soon. like Doctor Strangelove, Full yes. Metal Jacket. I like stuff that, or like Hacksaw Ridge. You know, I like that. Or um, like Come and See, where it's just exactly very yeah. Um, anti- that's but fair. yeah, Mystic River, um, directed by Clint Eastwood, with a peak lineup of actors: Sean Penn, Tim Robbins, Kevin Bacon, and Lawrence Fishburne. Um, just absolutely stacked cast. Emmy Rossum is in it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, love of my life, Emmy Rossum. <laughs> uh, what a she! She is she is quite the actress. We love her, yeah. um, especially in. Have you watched Shameless? I have seen some of Shameless. For personal reasons, it's a tough show for me to watch, so I will not probably watch the rest of it. Oh yeah, yeah. Alism um, hits close in my family, and it's tough. It's yeah. I, my girlfriend has been binging it. And I walked in when Frank is being diagnosed with alcohol-induced dementia. And I was like... Yeah, not great. Don't tell me about this show, and I won't watch it. And yeah, that's cool. So I've seen some of it. I The the earlier seasons that I've sat through, I thought really entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. She's great in it. She's amazing. Um, That's Fiona, right? Emmy Rossum? Yeah. And she is also great uh, in Day After Tomorrow. Um (sighs) The peak after tomorrow. Dude, you know what I really want to do is do a disaster movies episode where we just run through like Roland Emmerich and like San Andreas and God, San Andreas is so bad, but I I love love it, bro. I fucking love that movie. Oh, it's so Um, good. Dude, Um, there's this line. I gotta do a little anecdote. Speaking of me and my dad watching shitty movies together. Yeah. We went to see San Andreas together, and there's this scene where Paul Giamatti is in San Andreas somehow. Dude, I love him. Dude, there's this fucking scene right when the earthquakes are about to hit and somebody's talking to Paul Giamatti. I don't remember. And he's like, who do we call? And me and my dad look at each other and we go, call everyone. And then Paul Giamatti goes, call everyone. And we started laughing (laughs) so fucking hard. We had the theater to ourselves for this movie. Like, I'm telling you, why I love the beekeeper so much is because we eat up this fucking garbage like crazy. Yeah, dude. I love <laughs> San Andreas. That's how I am with shitty Liam Neeson movies. Yeah, I dude. Love shitty Liam Neeson movies. Same. Um, I like. The... You know what? Okay, I need a little sidebar so we can talk about yes. two Liam Neeson gems because today's episode is a yap session. We're gonna yap. Yes, it is. Let's talk about Cold Pursuit. Have you seen this I movie? I've seen Colder's Holy Pursuit. Holy shit. Cold Pursuit is amazing. I feel like Taken. Taken gets hated on. Yeah. That movie is amazing. Taken is that, awesome. It's so good. And another one that gets hated on, The Commuter. Have you seen I, The Commuter? Yeah, I watched Dude, it last Commuter year. Is Commuter is awesome. Dope. Yeah. It's so cool. The uh, Okay, so I want to talk about Cold Pursuit really quick. But yeah. first, I need to shout out nonstop. 
the film noir set on a fucking plane. Oh, have you seen, seen it? One. No, Dude, but I remember the trailer coming non-stop out. Nonstop is so good. I yeah. actually think it's a good movie. <clears throat> Cold Pursuit is like did, did you watch The Simpsons? Uh yeah, I've watched the, So I, I haven't seen like every episode, Imagine if Mr. But... Plow was Liam Neeson and he was just murdering people. That sounds and amazing, but I'll, the oh, best non-stop. part here it is. Yeah, nonstop is awesome. I think it's on Netflix. Oh, it's on Prime right now. Prime, for sick. Me. Julian yeah. Moore, oh. dude, it's it's really good. Um, and Michelle Cold, Cold Pursuit is this crazy dark comedy action movie. And every time Liam Neeson kills somebody, they put like a fucking in memoriam on the screen. Like it cuts to a black screen, and it's like the character's name they just killed. God, it's like their that. date of birth and like a memoriam about them. It's amazing. Go watch it. Yeah. It's great. But I love the commuter because uh, Vera Farmiga is in it. And anything with Vera Farmiga is a W. She is amazing. It's like it's like source code if it wasn't a sci-fi movie. It's just like train thrillers. Yeah. Source also shout out to Source Code. Source Code. (laughs) Shout out Peak. I go for like a four point five level. A really underrated one. Um A Walk Among Two Tombstones. I need to watch that. I saw you logged it. It's like a detective noir. Oh, movie and dan stevens is in it and David oh, i Harvard. love dan stevens bro Dude, dan stevens man we're going have you on seen all the guest the guest no but it's on my watch bro list. you and watch it as soon as possible dan steven cooks in that movie like crazy i, I watched like the majority of it you know how like sometimes on tiktok like it oh God, like, yeah movies yeah yeah i wa- i sat there and watched Dude, guest the for, like, guest is minutes. so fucking good i um, love the guest i love dan stevens he's yeah. great um okay. he was also in night's museum three as sir lancelot really dude and he his opening scene is badass he just beats i gotta watch the shit that out of a triceratops it's oh, hell awesome yeah. um God, we are going places. I don't even episode. remember what you were talking about. <laughs> oh, Mystic River. Yeah. Mystic River. How do we get from Mystic River to Night at the Museum? I have no That's fucking crazy. clue. Um, but Mystic River, fucking peak. Uh, amazing. Yeah. Uh, really, I watched that movie when I was younger. Yeah, it's really dark. It. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you get you get great acting performances from Sean Penn. Tim Robbins is Love amazing. Kevin Bacon is amazing. And that's interesting because uh, Clint Eastwood is famous for not having great acting in his movies because he is really famous for only doing one or two takes for a scene. And then oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Um, so if you go, it really, you can really notice it in Gran Torino. Oh. Mm. Um, because some of the acting is like, um, but you're like, that was definitely just like one take. Um, also, I want to shout out that Lawrence Fishburne, the only person, main character that's a person of color, is named Whitey Powers. <laughs> uh, just crazy. I don't know if that's a coincidence or if Clint Eastwood is trying to say something, but that's crazy. That's wild. Um, <laughs> not great, but Lawrence Fishburne does give a. What did you give Mystic River? Mystic River, I gave a four and a half. Nice. Yeah, I think there was a few parts of it that I just, I didn't, at the end of it, I was like, okay, this is either a four and a half or a five. And I just didn't feel great about giving it a five. Like, I didn't feel like it yeah, deserved that's fair. that. Um, so I was like, all right, we're going to go. With I got to go back to that. 
Yeah, it's. I mean, it's streaming. My parents owned it on DVD, and I watched it when I was like fourteen, and I was like, "This is the most depressing shit I've ever seen in my entire life." It's so depressing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I can't remember who actually ended up. Oh no, I do remember now. Yeah, never mind. I don't remember, so Uh, I'll watch it. You go ahead with your next. Yeah, I'm gonna make this one a bit quicker. I watched. Speaking of Lawrence Fishburne, I watched The Signal. Uh, Shout out to Remy again. Peak. I I got this in the film raffle. It's on Netflix. This is a very low-budget sci-fi thriller. W- I don't want to say anything about the plot because it's really oh, crazy. Oh, yeah. I saw you logged this, and I yeah. added it to my watch list. I gave this four stars. It's like 90 minutes. Really, really entertaining. The third act is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, go watch it. That's all I want to say about it. Go watch yeah. it. It's really I cool. I need to check that out. Yeah. Um, let's see. Next one. Uh, I finally... Do you know how, like, if you go into stats, you can see, like, the... Col- do you have wait does pro have stats yeah pro has stats okay do you know how you can see like the collections like these are the collections you've completed like you've watched all of these so i like completing those makes me feel good um and i was like i didn't know what to watch the other day so i was like looked into collections almost completed and i was like oh i only need to watch jurassic park 3 to finish the jurassic park collection so gave that a rewatch um will will i mean it's definitely better than two jurassic park two is rough um, yeah, you got some great gore in that movie but that's about it hmm. it's like way too it is over two hours um oh. it's an hour it's two hours and ten minutes it's way too long um i mean you have vince vince vaughn in it in it which is pretty great um and julianne moore um but that's about it that makes it good the rest of it's pretty shit um but jurassic park 3 it's not terrible you got william h macy you got uh, a little bit of tia leone um sam neill um but i mean it's it's not the best but it's still it's still a fun time you know so completed my jurassic park collection i'll check Um, that out what'd you give that uh three stars yeah, gotcha. it's not my favorite Joe Johnston film. Who, if you look at his filmography, my man cooks. Um, oh yeah, yeah. He did the first Captain America, which I think is the most underrated. <sighs> so underrated. It's so underrated, dude. Oh my god, dude. It's it it holds up so well. Yeah, that's the first Marvel movie I saw in the theater. Saw nice. that opening night, and that's when I fell in love with Captain America. Love that. that. So good. He also directed Jumanji, the <gasps> Robin Williams one. Peak. Which just another childhood classic what a heater uh love that movie yeah um who who plays the uh god who plays the hunter again um jonathan hyde plays the hunter in that movie terrifying haunted my nightmares uh what about what about you what's the next one for you yeah my next one is southland tales so w let's get into it this movie is bonkers. This is like David Lynch-esque. It's very Mulholland Drive-esque. Lots of storylines going on. Does not make very much sense. Lots of mm-hmm. big, deep themes. It's ridiculous. This movie stars Dwayne The Rock Johnson. It stars... Uh, let me pull the cast up really quick. Uh, Sean William Scott. Sarah, yep. Ma- Sarah Michelle Gellar. Classic Scream Queen from, I believe... Uh, I know what you did last summer. Oh, I haven't seen that. Or no. She's in Scream. Yeah, I know what you did last summer. She's in Scream 2. 
Uh, okay. She was in Scooby Doo, the blonde from Scooby Doo. The, the dude, I haven't watched that in so long. I haven't watched that since I was a kid. Uh, Justin Timberlake, Mandy Moore, uh, love JT. Uh, classic Vine star Will Sasso. I don't know if you ever checked him out back oh, in the day. Will Sasso. I'm sure <laughs> if I saw his face, he used to like, do uh, Doobie Brothers impersonations on Vine. Oh shit! This guy, he was yeah. the. Uh, this is gonna be. This is gonna sound really stupid. That this is what I know him from. But he was in the Three Stooges movie. Yes, yes, he was. I know <laughs> Dude, exactly. That's what I I remember him from. Yeah. So the the cast is like weirdly stacked with random actors yeah. from varying levels. Obviously. This movie has a sick ass premise. It is about a dystopian United States of America where two nuclear bombs were dropped on Texas. And it's kind of the fallout of that years down the line. It doesn't really deal with like how fucking crazy nuclear bombs are dropped and that they've recovered society very quickly. Um, It's more about the politics of like right wing people trying to just control the world. It's very, very, uh, you know, capitalism is this and capitalism is that and, Okay. It's very political. Uh, it's also beyond ridiculous. There's uh, Dwayne, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, he plays a, a movie star. And some stuff happens to him. And he's trying to film this movie. So he's like following Sean William Scott around. Who is a cop that you know he wants to like shadow for a day. And then Sarah Michelle Gellar is a porn star. Who is trying to like get i i don't even know how to describe it this movie is ridiculous the third act of this movie is so beyond bonkers and goes into crazy sci-fi territory hell yeah man it's convoluted it's messy as fuck it's weird uh john lovitz is in it yeah yeah he's love john lovitz he pops up for like two scenes and he is so weird dude he's so Uh, funny i love him so much shout out to friend of the show alan Alan oh, recommended yeah, this to a bunch of people, and he said, "When you watch the, uh, it, oh, Oscar, Oscar, he just watched it. it yesterday. Yeah, he gave it four stars. Oh, he liked it too. Oh man, yeah. I'm really good. Um, I trust Oscar's takes. Most yeah. Of the time. So we were given a disclaimer when watching this movie to watch the can cut, the Cannes Film Festival cut of this movie. It's two hours and forty minutes long. It's a long movie. I think the pacing is phenomenal. It goes by really quick. Yeah." I had to go to some uh, interesting websites to find this movie. I'm not going to lie. Cause you pretty much Sometimes have to buy, you. you have to buy the Blu-ray to get access to this, this, this can film festival cut. Yeah. This movie was bombed at can film festival, booing people saying it's a piece of shit. Absolute mess. Yeah. It is. Sometimes, a mess. This movie is crazy. Best things need yeah. time to be appreciated. If you're in the mood for something that you don't really care about understanding and is super weird and funny and enter- it's a very entertaining. The Rock yeah. plays like a secret like, would agent. Would this be something good to throw on while I play like Fortnite or something? Uh, or, should I, or should this have like my full undivided attention? I mean, yes and no. It's it's really entertaining and it's not crazy, but there's so many plot points going on, and this movie is ridiculously convoluted. So Hell you yeah. would probably we be ev- more like confused. Yeah, I can. He sent us. You, uh, my review is going to be what the fuck just happened. Yeah, he sent a, Alan sent us a, a link 
of a reporter writing like a, an explanation of the movie. Oh, okay. That helped a lot, actually. But yeah, Southland Tales, go watch it. I haven't seen the original cut, so I don't really... Or the theatrical cut, so I can't speak to that. But I gave this movie five stars. It is so entertaining. I don't care that it's messy. I don't care that it's convoluted. It's so entertaining. It blows by runtime-wise. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Go watch it. Let's see. Um, it's also the best movie the rock has ever made by the way so yeah he's really good in it i'm gonna do two here yeah um, go for it since you only have two left yeah because the Um, next watch for me is the beekeeper so yeah we can just skip that since you already talked about it um so i continued with my uh marvel rewatch um i was doing chores and i just decided to throw the next thing on black widow um, this is the first time I had seen this since it came out. I haven't um, even seen it yet. It's not the worst. People hate on it way too much. It has some dope-ass action sequences. And... The only thing I've seen of Black Widow is that scene. I think it's of Florence Pugh or Scarlett Johansson jumping from an explosion, and the oh, CGI yeah, is, is so bad. The, the CGI act, is Some of the green screen, yeah. green screen moments are really shitty. Um, but the first two acts are really solid. You have some dope, uh, hand-to-hand combat scenes. Um, it's got David, David Harbour. Harbour. We love him. Yeah. He's an absolute <laughs> delight in this movie. So funny. Is. Um, Rachel Weiss, uh, again, just great in everything she's in. Um, so oh, she yeah. is enjoyable in this as well. Um, it, are you, are you a fan at all of the comics, um i i like them but i don't read them often yeah so if i do you know who the taskmaster is yeah okay and you know like how dope he is in the comics yeah and how badass yeah that's my biggest biggest problem with this that's crazy they just like they completely took everything away (laughs) that makes the Taskmaster great, except the fact that he can mirror anyone. Yeah. Um, they took away everything that makes him great. Um, I actually learned the Taskmaster from the Spider-Man video games. Yeah. Dope as hell in there. That's how... Uh, that's how he is supposed to be. But yeah. But they just ruined... I mean, I get it. They wanted to have it, have him as a plot point in this movie to be. Uh, do you mind if I spoil it? No, it's, go. Yeah, it to be Drakov's daughter that yeah. Natasha supposedly killed. I get that. You want to have it as a plot point, but if you're gonna do that, choose a different villain. Choose a different way to go. That don't ruin a fan favorite. Yeah, it, that really pissed me off because I do love Taskmaster in the comic. And one of the big things that makes him great in the comics is his banter. And there is that character doesn't speak once in Black Widow. It's like Deadpool and uh, X-Men. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, So, but other than that, it's a pretty good movie. It's an enjoyable watch. Like a three star, 2.5. I gave it a three. I give it a three and a half. I'm a bit higher up because I love ScarJo. I I kind of want to watch it. You should definitely watch it. I think it's worth a watch. It definitely has its issues, 
like every other Marvel movie. But I mean, it's a Marvel. At the end of the day, if I you're honestly, a fan of Marvel like me, there's always going to be stuff to enjoy from a Marvel yeah. movie. One thing that I think I might actually like it for is that I like self-contained, isolated Marvel shows, movies, whatever. Yeah, that's and, why I love Guardians so much. Yeah, I love Guardians. I love Shang Chi. Oh, Shang Chi's dope. Shang Chi is the next so, one on my lineup. It's so good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I might actually check it out. It's it's a it's an enjoyable time. It's um, nice that like every single Marvel movie is on Disney Plus too, so you don't have to. Yeah. Well, and if you go into the Marvel section, they have it in like timeline order. So oh, okay. They, like, or in like release order, so right. you're just like, oh, I watch this. Okay, this is next. Cool. Nice. Um, which I really enjoy. Um, and then after that, did, did that conclude? Oh, I finished that day uh, with rewatching um, one of my. I think. I think last episode we were talking about how much Denis Villeneuve cooks. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I need to rewatch something of his. I need to uh, something peak. So I decided to finally log and rewatch Sicario. <gasps> Holy. F- Fuck, dude. It's glaze o'clock. Let's fucking get into it, dude. Dude, oh it's my so God. good. I mean, let's just talk about Denis for a sec. Yeah. Bro cooks. Yeah. There is nothing, there is no genre that that man cannot do. Yeah. He is masterful. He and really this is. movie, it's paced so unbelievably along with the how great this score is. <sighs> And how it drives the plot and how, God, dude, that scene where they're crossing back over the border. Oh, my God. It's one of the best scenes maybe ever. Dude, you know what? I I just want to cook that up in a spoon, put it in a needle, and inject it straight into my veins, dude. That scene is so good, It's crazy. It's so good. And And talk about technical masterpiece. The lighting in this movie, the tunnel scene. It's unbelievable. It's it's perfect. It's so good. Sicario is so fucking good. And Benicio del Toro. Oh my god, what a badass. So good. Josh Brolin just uh, Him and his and, flip-flops, bro. Oh my god, dude. And even the name Sicario is It means like assassin, hitman. Yeah, so and they say it in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Um and it goes back to the times of uh it uh goes back the word Sicario has its origins in Latin, specifically the Latin word Sicarius, which means assassin or dagger man. In ancient Rome, Sicari, plural of Sicarius, were a group of Jewish zealots or terrorists who were at, they were basically like Jewish assassins who would kill Romans that like came out against and tried to like evacuate or like kill off the Jews. They were like assassins in the night. And I'm like, God, this is just everything that goes into this movie is so just, fucking. It's perfect. He has so much juice in that movie. He, I mean, he has so much juice. I've yet to see a Denis Villeneuve movie that I feel like putting under a four and a half. Yeah, the only one I have low, I haven't seen two of his movies, I think. I watched Polytechnique. Mm-hmm. It's probably a movie on there. It's about a school shooting. I'll probably never watch it again. It's pretty tough to get through. Yeah. It's intense. I like it. It's probably like a four. Yeah. Still good. But yeah. Um, That's an early, early movie. Like he's found his flow of just being badass. He's Canadian. Yeah. But like. 
What a I just want to go hang boy. out with Denis yeah. Villeneuve. Pick his brain. He just cooks, man. Yeah. I mean, he makes two of the best sci-fi films in the past 10 years with yeah. Dune and Arrival and Blade Runner. And Blade Runner. I he, thought you were going to say Blade Runner. <laughs> and then he makes Prisoners and Sicario, two of the best like crime thrillers. Yeah. And then just cooks with Enemy. Yeah. I uh, dude, it's an Enemy I feel like is one that is misunderstood a lot. I think it's a masterpiece. Yeah. I think I need to rewatch it. So good. Um, but yeah, watch Sicario. What I really HP. love about Denis is how almost every single person I've seen who has a ranking of his movies, it's different. Yeah. Because people love him for different reasons because he's such a diverse filmmaker. Like he yeah. he cooks on so many different aspects that you can be what like, you, oh, Sicario is my favorite, and like, okay, I I really can't choose a favorite because then I'm like, oh, yeah. this one, ah, oh, but wait, there's that one too. I mean, honestly, I don't, know, it I don't even know be, what I have at number one because it could it be any. Might of them. be Prisoners. I think uh, Prisoners is my number one. I'm not but sure. Like so any good. answer is a acceptable. Yeah, like you're like yeah. That's a great movie. Um, like, I think, I don't know, dude. It's so hard because they're all yeah. so good. And they're all so good for so many different reasons. He's yes. just, he's a god. He's a god among men. Um, I think he's one of the greatest directors of all time. Yeah. Um, I don't feel, I don't feel like that's a crazy take. I think just because of how high, he doesn't have that many like big films but just because of how highly I have all of his films right yeah. I mean, he just cooks. And Dune he doesn't Dune, miss. Less than two months is going to be. Modern day Kubrick. Yeah. I, I feel confident saying that. Um, all right. What about you? Uh, you got uh, yeah. Dr. Strangelove. Yeah. Speaking of Kubrick, my next watch was Dr. Strangelove or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. Peak yes. title, peak movie, fucking hilarious. I won't yes. go into it too much because we're going to talk about it next week, but... Mm-hmm. I watched this movie in my political science class in university, so yeah. like four or five years ago. Didn't remember much about it. I had it at a four just like as a placeholder. It's a yeah. 4.5 now. It's very high on my... I probably... I honestly think it's probably higher than Full Metal Jacket for me. Wow. Yeah, because I think Full Metal Jacket dips a lot in the se- in the second act, right when they first get to Vietnam. And this movie is a very tight 90 minutes it is hilarious. It's Pure so comedy, funny. Dude. And honestly, I, one thing I noticed watching it today was uh, the the scenes where they attack Ripper's base mm-hmm. are super intense. These these war scenes are crazy. They're like yeah. really well directed, and the effects well, are great. The best one is where they're charging Ripper's base, and they're all like shooting at the building right by beside the yeah, line the wit- that says peace is our profession yeah <laughs> God, dude it's so funny it's so yeah. funny uh yeah ripper is hilarious like he's like only normal people drink water you see those ruskies they've never drank water they only drink vodka water is the <laughs> essence of life like and then one of the funniest scenes in the movie is when they're in the war room and I don't know how to say his name, but the the main sergeant or whatever, Buck Turgidson. Yeah, him. Yeah, he he gets Best a call character. from his wife, 
in the war room and he's like everyone's watching him and he's just like hey no it's okay go back to sleep she's like come like come and he's like i can't come right now and she goes of course this- it's not just physical yeah is this just physical? Of course it's not physical. I value you so much as a human being and a person. Like, fucking <laughs> hilarious. And, the, uh, and the then he goes, I'm going to make you Mrs. Sergeant Buck Turchinson. <laughs> like, And the scene where the president is online with the Russian. Oh my phone. God, bro. It's well, so of course, fucking Dimitri, funny. I'm just as upset as you are yeah. about this. It's like, no, we are the <laughs> same level of upset it's so i love dumb. what he's like do you think i'd be calling you if you weren't abs- if this wasn't urgent and he's like of course i'd call you you're my good friend i love calling you <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> of course like, i want to talk to you dimitri it's like an insecure best friend it's so <laughs> fucking funny dude it's gentlemen you can't fight in here this is the war room oh my god it's, it's so it's, good it's so good it it was better than i remembered so i gave that a four and a half peak, peak. we'll talk about it more on tuesday i love yes. it yeah um yeah peak do you just want to do your last one and then I'll bust yeah. in my last few? Yeah, yeah, my last one I watched this afternoon. I watched Dark Strange Love this morning and then I watched this this afternoon. I watched The Watch, which I saw in this theaters. This is one we disagree as a kid. on. This movie is so fucking funny. I was I watched this while I was playing Monster Hunter and I was just cackling to myself. Yeah. Vince Vaughn has so many one-liners in this movie. I was dying. He does in every movie. Vince, Ma- yeah. Vince Vaughn is a American treasure. He like he's dropping just all these one-liners. This is one scene where right when they kill kill the first alien and they're like, "Oh my god." And Vince Vaughn just goes, "Fuck this. You guys want to take some snappers with the alien?" And then they just <laughs> do like this montage of selfies with him. Vince Vaughn is hysterical. Jonah Hill is really funny. Richard Aode is it's like, and then check this. She sucks my balls. And then they go to the orgy and the lady's like, can I suck your balls? He's like, oh, I'm going to stay here. <laughs> like, it, it's really funny. I, I remember it being a pretty shit movie, but then like, it's dumb, but it yeah. made me laugh a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I did, I just didn't make me laugh enough for me to, I can't remember what I gave that. Movie. It's pretty immature humor. Um, it was yeah. just like maybe a good mood, yeah. <laughs> very different humor from Dr. Strange love. Yeah. Uh, it's like the complete opposite. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I watched, so just my last ones. Um, I checked off another film in the insidious universe, watched insidious three honestly pretty solid it's pretty good yeah um it's kind of like a prequel um it's when like uh elise first gets together yeah. with uh specs and tucker um so it's before it takes place before the first insidious movie it was pretty is good. that the one with the girl with the broken legs yeah dude um some yeah that's a good one that's creepy scares, um that definitely got me um creepy uh, Elise is a goaded character. Um, I love Elise Rainier. Yeah, especially Lin Shay is up, just a beast. Yeah, especially when she beats up that ghost, that ghost, and then calls her a bitch. Oh, I loved that. Um, <laughs> Dude, that Lin Shay awesome. is in that movie. The signal that I watched, jump scare. Yeah, crazy. Really, she's great. Oh yeah, she's great. I love her. Um, and also, uh, underrated actor Dermot Mulroney. Yeah, he's great. Um, I love him. He was in, I mean, he's in Scream 6. He's in Burn After Reading. Um, he's also in New Girl, um, which I don't know if you're a fan of. Yeah, I love Evan. New Girl. I've seen I it like four New or Girl. five times. He plays uh, Russell. 
Yeah. Uh, Scumbag. So funny. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, that was pretty good. Three stars. Uh, nice. Rewatched. I'm as well as MCU. I'm doing a Star Wars rewatch so I can log all of them. Uh, just rewatched Empire Strikes Back. Uh, number three for me in the Star Wars universe. Really good. Great. Nice. Excellently paced. Um, yeah, I mean, it's amazing. It's one of the greatest sci-fi movies ever made. Irvin Kirshner just cooked here. Um, also, shout out to... Uh, oh, what's his, what's his name? Um, God, he does the voice of Vader. James uh, Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. Shout out to James Earl Jones for great, giving one of the greatest voice acting performances in cinema history in the Star Wars movies. Um, just cooking. Um, and then I, last night I watched It Comes at Night. Um, oh, so good. It's what? So good, bro. Some great body horror. Some great just like atmospheric horror. I loved this. I could see this on rewatch being bumped up to a five star. Um, okay. This, this is like something that like it, I just eat this type. It, it's like this very specific yeah. type of horror that I just eat up. Creepy ass um, slow burn. Yeah, Riley Key. I don't know how to say her last name. Key Keo or something like Keo. that. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> she she's not only an amazing actress, she's also very pretty. Um, so yeah, I always enjoy her. She's in one called The Lodge. That dude is just a it's a Holy total ripoff. Shit, it's a total ripoff of like all of Ari Aster's work. Yeah, but it's really good. It, I don't care. Okay. I love it, <laughs> dude. I okay. We've been going for a long time. I don't really care. This is a yap episode. It's gonna be a bit. This longer. is yeah. It's it's gonna go a bit longer. That's okay because I have two little things I need to say. I mm-hmm. put the lodge on. I went over to my girlfriend's house before we were living yeah. together. Mm-hmm. I was like, I saw this movie on Shutter. It sounds kind of cool. We put it on. The first scene of this movie, I was like, what the fuck are we doing here? Oh, I can't spoilers. Remember. This what movie opens with a uh, crazy suicide. Oh, do you remember? no, I do, I do remember that. I do Crazy. remember that. And uh, then this because movie that's just... what first ticked me off that I was like, did Esther <clears throat> have a hand in yeah. this? Because of the opening of Midsommar. Right. Yeah. It's very similar to that. Yeah. Like long takes, super mm-hmm. eerie. The Lodge is creepy as fuck. And it's I super it. dark. It's I loved it. super dark. Great, great Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> unofficial christmas movie yeah, yeah i need it, to really sorry do you have more about the lodge? no no go okay. ahead go ahead so you talked about it comes at night i saw this movie in the theaters yeah uh there was a bunch of like 15 year old teenagers that got they walked in they watched it they walked out halfway through because they thought it was boring fuck them. What? Uh, yeah they were because the trail the trailer for this movie is baity as fuck it is super baity it makes it look like a jump scare horror movie it's oh, not fuck. a slow burn. Yeah, uh, it's really slow. It but Comes at Night it. is directed by my third favorite director of all time, Trey Edwards Schultz. I've never seen anything else by him. Okay, so I'm going to go on a little tangent. He directed Cresha. Uh, Cresha is a... It was a short film that he made. I've seen, and then he I've made, seen the short film. Yeah, so then he turned it into a full movie. It is a... It's like 80, not even 80 minutes. It's like 75 minutes long. It's about a family at Thanksgiving. It is mm-hmm. so ridiculously tense and creepy. And Love that. Very, very, very good. And then he directed my favorite A24 movie of all time, Waves. 
Yeah. Waves is Taylor a family. Taylor Russell is in it. Yeah. I love Taylor Russell. She's Yeah. Great. So Waves is a family drama. Mm-hmm. It that's all you need to know. It's kind of split in half between two different stories in this family. The first half yeah. is about the son, the second half is about the daughter. It's a heavy movie. It has an amazing soundtrack. The cinematography is phenomenal. It it utilizes aspect ratio changes really well. I love it. I've seen it like three or four times now. Yeah. I I love it. So yeah, Trey Edward Schultz is phenomenal. I highly recommend you check out all his movies. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Next one, I watched the two I watched today. I watched Words on the Bathroom Walls. Um, Dude, when you logged that, I thought it was like a short film that you were just logging for fun. <laughs> and it was just like actual words on a wall. No, it's uh, uh, like a teen drama with Charlie Plummer, who I really enjoy. Okay. Uh, and Taylor Russell, who, as I've said, I really enjoy. Nice. Uh, also, Walton Goggins is in it. God, my guy. Love that guy. Uh, he's he's uh, part of the exclusives club of actors uh that make every movie better by just yes. randomly being in them only two members him and michael shannon um oh fuck man what a what a michael juicy. shannon man what Love a guy have Love you ever michael seen shannon. the the family guy cutaway of michael shannon no it's so funny it's like this is hard. Peter's talk. He's like, this is harder than my day trying to keep Michael Shannon calm. And it's like, he's on a Michael, uh, a movie set with Michael Shannon and he's sitting behind him and he's like a calm beach, nice waves, a nice summer day. And then somebody comes up to Peter and he's like, uh, can you sign these forms? And Peter's like, oh yeah. And so he looks away from Michael Shannon. He looks back. Michael Shannon has murdered every single person on this film. <laughs> and there's blood and body parts everywhere. Like, search it up on YouTube. And he's like, it's okay. We'll try again tomorrow. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. It's really funny. I love Michael Shannon. Me too. Um, he, like, he is never, I've never seen him in anything where he's like a lead role. But he's always you should like. should watch Take a, Shelter. Oh, is he a lead? Oh, yeah. he is a lead role in that. That's come up on my watch list. Take Shelter's really good. Uh, but he is always like a small supporting role. Like yeah. he always just steals the show. It's like He's so good character. in The Shape of Water, too. And another one that I just watched with him, The Night Before. Best oh, character in The Night God. Before. Oh, my God. So good. I love Michael Shannon so yeah. much. Uh, he just, I love that he just randomly pops up and stuff, and you're like, oh, shit, it's Michael Shannon. The same thing with Walton Goggins. He'll just randomly pop up in movies and you're like, oh shit, Walton Goggins. Um, Hilarious. But yeah, words on bathroom walls. Uh, Charlie Plummer, Taylor Russell about a kid with schizophrenia. Um, struggling with mental health and all that good stuff. You also got uh, Devin D. What's the Roderick, that actor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever Star of Oppenheimer. Is. Yeah. Uh, Devin Bostick. Um, Anna Sophia Robb is in it as well. The uh, young girl from uh, Bridge to Terabithia. Nice. Uh, um, I thought it was. I thought it was okay. Uh, I thought it was really sad. You know, mm. any any movie that's going to deal with mental health like yeah. that is going to be really. I love sad. films about schizophrenia. Um, I can't relate to the schizophrenia stuff, yeah. but I can relate to like. Uh, the ice. There's a lot of him like experiencing isolation and uh, 
just hard life stuff and I can relate to a lot of that. So, but I mean, other than that, it was fine. Wasn't anything amazing. Um, wasn't anything I'd seen before. Shout out to Andy Garcia, uh, giving the most wholesome role of 2020 in this movie. Nice. Uh, love Andy Garcia. Uh, he plays like a priest in this movie and just unbelievably wholesome. Um, gave that three stars. And then right before we recorded, I finished return of the Jedi uh return of the mid return of the fucking mid as hell oh my god we're gonna get ripped apart for this i don't even care it's not good this movie sucks it's It's so really bad this is when star wars started going downhill and yes of course i'm gonna watch uh the prequels and of course i'm gonna enjoy giving them all anywhere from a half star to a one and a half star it's gonna bring me so much joy this movie's not good it's it's not it's it's fine you know it's uh it's yeah it's whatever and like more power to you if you like it i I, doesn't i had never seen return of the jedi and actually no i saw it on vhs we had it as uh when i was a kid i didn't remember it though and then force awakens came out my brother the absolute lunatic he's a diehard star wars fan the day Oh, it was like it was the week Force Awakens came out. He went yeah. to a marathon and it was one, two, three, four, five, six in a row, followed by a showing of Force Awakens in oh the same God, session. Dude. It that was a full ridiculous. day. He was like, Yeah, I probably slept through like parts of Attack of the Clones. And it was like ten minute breaks between the movies. That's insane. He paid like fifty, sixty dollars to do this, and he was like, Honestly, I'll never do it again, if, but like if they did that for like they were coming out with like a fourth Lord of the Rings movie yeah. or something. Or if they did like a Marvel version of that, where you pay like a hundred dollars and it's like 15 people in a theater and they take out all the seats and you set up like tents and shit and they're just playing every movie. Yeah. I would go do that if it was like Marvel, but I mean, Star Wars, man, they're, they're not that good. They don't get good no, again really until the force awakens. After yeah. Empire. But also, I think I messaged you while I was watching Empire. Something I want to shout out. Han Solo, the Riz, the Riz God, King. dude. Yeah. Just, oh my God. He was like flirting it up with Leia. And I was like, oh yeah. man, he's winning me over. Jesus Christ, Harrison Ford. Um, love that. I think that's it for me, though. Return of the Jedi. Um, I'm in the middle of, or I'm like 20 minutes into Monuments Men right now. Oh, God. I don't really bad. know if I'm going to finish it. It's really yeah. boring. Um, even though I love Clooney and Damon together. Uh, but yeah, it's really boring. So I might just not finish that. Um, and yeah, I don't something blame else. Uh, but yeah, that's the plan yeah, today. This that's is our the yap longest session. episode. We Somehow we came in with no topic. Yeah. <laughs> Super fun. We'll have to sprinkle uh, some yap sessions in. Yes, that was really fun. Longest yeah. episode of the Average Film Enjoyer being clocked in. Where are we at? Hour 47. Hour 47. Right That's crazy. Uh, thank you for listening today. Uh, next week, the week is looking like Tuesday. We will be reviewing, doing part three of our Kubrick series with Dr. Strangelove in 2001 and Space Odyssey. And, and then we have a fucking heater on Friday. Yeah, oh, my God. IMDb on Tuesday as well. We will be reviewing Spotlight. 
so go check that out before I'm kinda we scared. That on Tuesday. I've seen Have Spotlight. You ever seen it? I've seen it when it first came out, but I don't remember it, and I'm not excited it's, to rewatch it because it it's is just a something soul that you crushing. need to follow up with like Dumb and Dumber or yeah. Ventura. Yeah, I'm it's, following it up with Cheaper heavy. by the Dozen too, for sure. It's, oh, hundred percent. It's heavy as shit. It's yeah. really sad because it's true. Yeah. Um and so we're reviewing that on Tuesday. Next Friday, we got a heater coming. I cannot this. wait to talk we about got Barry Lyndon. Friday Lyndon-Bro. night double feature. Oh my Kubrick god! Four with a Clockwork Orange and Barry Lyndon. The peak Barry Lyndon. The movie um, where every scene is a fucking Picasso masterpiece. Yeah. Oh my so, god! Very much looking forward to that. And then I'm going to start giving you guys a uh, heads up two weeks in advance so you can prepare. Uh, I believe in uh, after our Spotlight episode, our next IMDb movie, I don't want to be... Yes, we'll be uh, talking about debatably one of the greatest superhero movies ever made, Logan. Um, very excited for that. I'm excited to hear Jagger's yeah. thoughts. And just get absolutely triggered by that. Dude, I think I'm going to rewatch the James McAvoy. Well, First Class and Days of Future Past. For yeah, two. I'm, I think I might start with X1 and then just work oh, my yeah. way. I probably them. won't watch Phoenix. and. I Actually, won't I'll... watch Dark Phoenix because yeah. I watched that later or earlier last year. Uh, but And then in two Fridays, let's see. In two weeks, we will be doing. Um, oh, I don't want movies he's acted in. I want movies he's directed. Uh, we will be doing um, possibly The Shining and Full Metal Jacket in one episode, but it will most likely be uh, our first one where we just do one. My favorite Kubrick. I think Jagger's favorite Kubrick. Uh, the Shining. It's not mine, but. It's Pete. It, I it's, can't wait to talk about The Shining. Yeah, The Shining's so amazing. Um, but yeah, thank you for joining us today. If you want to follow us on our socials, Jagger is Jagger Film Fan on Letterboxd, Jagger the Movie Guy on Instagram and Twitch, and Jagger Film Reviews on TikTok and Twitter. Evan is Evan O567 on Letterboxd, and I am Trey the Film Noob basically everywhere. Thank you for joining us today. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, go check out our merch afepod.com um and uh if you're listening on spotify follow us leave us a review please uh comment down below uh if you've seen southland tales and what your thoughts are yeah um, please other movies we should yap about uh just like the most what's the most random movie you would like to hear us talk about uh and i'll watch it i watch yes, everything we, so we, tell me we, something to watch okay. me too uh, yeah so, but yeah, join us Tuesday uh, and everybody Pretty have good. a good weekend.